Greetings citizens of the world. This is a message for Bill Gates, from Anonymous. In the midst of a historical pandemic, much of the world is looking to you for solutions, and it seems that this is no mistake, because you have positioned yourself as the Nostradamus of disease. You have done an incredible job at rebuilding your image, from a ruthless and cutthroat corporate CEO to a benevolent philanthropist and savior of the world. This is nothing new, this is a classic move from the Robert Barron's playbook. At one time, the notorious industrialist John D. Rockefeller was one of the most hated people in the country, due to his poor treatment of workers, his monopolization of key industries, and his influence in politics. After a massacre of striking miners in 1914, which came to be known as the Ludlow Massacre, Rockefeller's reputation was at its worst, so he decided to hire a team of propagandists to restore his public image. Leading that team was public relations pioneer Ivy Lee. Lee was an early influence of Edward Bernays, who would later write the infamous book Propaganda, a textbook of mind control for tyrants and aristocrats. Bernays is the nephew of Sigmund Freud, and often called the father of propaganda, in which case Ivy Lee is the grandfather. Lee suggested that the families make high-profile donations to various charities and have photographs taken of them handing out money to the commoners to make the public think that they were good-hearted and generous people. Over time, the plan worked, and has been replicated by many other aristocrats who wanted to win favor in the court of public opinion. At the time of his death, Lee was being investigated by Congress for his work with the Nazis through the company IG Farben and a proxy firm called the German Die Trust. He was also a founding member of the Council on Foreign Relations. Now that the new and improved Bill Gates has dominated the headlines for years, many people have forgotten about the accusations of stealing ideas from others in your industry and then relentlessly using intellectual property laws against anyone who threatened your dominance. Your reputation was at its worst when Microsoft was caught up in an antitrust legal battle with the United States government, because you spent years developing a tech monopoly through your company. In 2001, Microsoft was forced to settle with the government and give up its monopoly of the industry, and the next year, you began shifting your time, and more importantly, your money, into the pharmaceutical industry. This time around, you have come to dominate an industry as an outsider, through stock investments and charitable organizations that are not bound to the same regulations as a publicly traded company. There is no doubt that advancing medicine is a noble cause, and it is true that investments in public health are important, but not everyone involved in the pharmaceutical industry actually has the best interests of the public in mind. As with any industry, it all comes down to the almighty dollar. There are some people in the industry who have good intentions but judging by your track record at Microsoft, you are not someone who can be trusted. And let's not forget that just months ago, you were in the news because your relationship with the disgraced human trafficker Jeffrey Epstein was being exposed. Now, as frightened people around the world are demanding solutions and looking to people like you for answers, you have advocated for some extremely draconian measures, including a surveillance system to track down anyone who might be infected. Of course, all of this sounds like a necessary step in a global pandemic, and this virus is a very real threat, but in China and other places where these measures have been implemented, human rights violations followed quickly after. It is also very strange that for many years, your companies and foundations have been heavily involved in a project called ID2020, something that seems very similar to the systems you have proposed in recent interviews. You may own the corporate media, but we still have the internet, and you will be exposed. We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us.
All right, welcome everybody. Hello, hello. It's Big D and Brandon. Hi. We're going down the rabbit hole. This week we are going to not attempt to. We are going to expose Bill Gates. Yes. For the just the rat bastard that he is. And he is. And it's it's been a this is probably one of the hardest research assignments I've had for this show. Yes, there's no doubt about it. We had this conversation. Um, you actually texted me and yeah. and messaged me and said, I'm I'm drawing blanks here. I hope you got something. And I've been at it for an entire week. And in the process of finding things, yes. they literally disappear. And that was the problem that I kept having. And actually, when I sent you, I'm like, I keep watching these videos and they're talking about these articles and they're not there. And then all of a sudden, like one of the videos, like I told you, I literally watched the video and he mentioned something in it that I wanted to see again. So I hit replay and it was gone. Yeah, no, that's happened. Uh, if you go to Google, YouTube, Mozilla Firefox, um, yep. any uh, Yahoo, any search engine and type in any kind of series of keywords involving Bill Gates. Uh, if you type in Bill Gates Eagle, Evil, Bill Gates uh, Eugenics Project, Bill Gates uh, Domination, Bill Gates, uh, you know, Nefarious Plant, a number Anything. of them, any of them. What comes up are pages and pages and pages of pro Bill Gates stories. Yes. Uh, you I mean, I had to dig super deep. And like you said, as there were literally times where I'm I'm looking at something and if you refresh your page or you go back, there it was wiped clean. Yeah, and I had that a couple times cuz on mine I would open up and I was basically search and as I find things I'd open them into different tabs. Right. And have seven or eight tabs open and read one of them and then flip back one of the others to see what it said and then flip back. And then when I'd flip back again, it was gone. I mean, the page was empty and it just said page not found. And it's like I was literally halfway through reading this. Where did it go? But lucky for you, listeners, I captured a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, I, I basically had um, my recorder going. As I was watching these, because this is what I was afraid of. Yeah. I was literally afraid. I, I, I call it premonition or whatever, but I, I had a feeling this was going to happen. And so anytime I had something playing, I was recording it. Oh, yeah. And this is the one thing a lot of people talk about conspiracy theories and like how trying to prove these things when you have people in power like Bill Gates, who has way more power than you think oh. he has. He has a, a lot of power, and there these things disappear, and that's the hardest part with conspiracy theories. They are so good at scrubbing the internet. I mean, that's his job. We could literally do a month worth of shows from the beginning of Bill Gates to now, but we don't have time for that. No. So we're gonna you know, we're gonna condense it down to current events because if unless you've been under a rock, you know, during this COVID nineteen thing. There's been certain figures that have all of a sudden appeared or yes. have been elevated into um, you know, primetime TV status, uh, interview, everybody wants to interview them. And Bill Gates has come, all of a sudden come out of nowhere to become this supposed expert 
on viruses. This is a guy who's, he didn't even invent most of the stuff that Microsoft does. No, they no, stole it. Yes. And then sued everybody. And, um, and that's what it was. It wasn't, I mean, a lot of the stuff and a lot of people don't realize this. They think Bill Gates, he's this amazing computer nerd. No. He thought up all this stuff and it, no, he was very litigious. Yes. He and, was very good at suing. You know, I mean, we're, we, we are going to, you know, we're going to give a little bit of history, um, about, you know, where, why Bill Gates is like this, where this comes from, because it, it, it goes deep in his family and, and we'll start with his dad though. But, um, yeah, Bill Gates is. <laughs> I call. I, I. I think he's on like the ultimate revenge of the nerd tour, oh, right? He is. As a kid, he was a misfit. Uh, he was a complete nerd. He was isolated. His, his parents had tons of money. He was socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. A, he was the geek of the highest order. He didn't like anything that was. Uh, you know, he didn't like anything of like. I'll just Jobs. say that was popular. Like he didn't like sports. He didn't care about movies. He didn't care about any of this stuff. The, and part of the reason is, is that he, he literally feels he's on a higher plane than everybody else, yes. that he's of a, um, a superior gene. And I will prove this, that this isn't like we say, we're not conspiracy theorist. We're conspiracy realist. Yes. And I've got some clips on here that will, that I think are going to spin your head. For those of you who have a rosy view of Bill Gates, I'm begging you to stay tuned because I'm not going to hang Bill Gates. I'm going to let him hang himself. Yep. Um, so he's appeared all of a sudden, yeah, and he's, he's pushing vaccines. He's pushing this digital ID. He's involved in the ID 2020. The ID 2020, which I found a lot on. And there's you start looking into the, what they want to do and all their stuff, and it, on yeah, it's the, called me pasa. Well, and on the surface, it looks like eh, maybe, but then you start looking into what it really is, and you're like, oh fuck no, no, it's just a they want to track you, know your every move, and control you. Yeah, and then the problem is that their way of saying it is you read the stuff, and they're like, oh well, the biggest problem that people have is being able to prove who they are with their ID, and this will be a way to help refugees yes. and help blah blah. No, 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 no. You're trying to you're going against trying to make us think that oh, you're trying to help. No, you're trying to keep track of us all, all of right. us. Right, and uh, you know, coming into this episode, we list we heard from anonymous. I don't if you are. Not familiar with Anonymous. Anonymous are a group of people, um, mm-hmm. you know, much like QAnon, um, who nobody knows who Q is or QAnon. They think it's, it's several different people. Well, Anonymous are several different, several different people. Um, they were notorious hackers. Yes. And they, they, go, they rule the Internet, if you really want to get down to it. Other than like Bill Gates, I don't think they have the power he has. But, no, but, but. They, they're notorious hackers. And they have a penchant for knowing what's going on, and they keep an eye on things, and then they give reports. And you can find, and they get scrubbed all the time, all yeah. the time. And it's and so unless you find somebody repost, they cannot have their own channel. They've been banned, but they'll put them up here and there, and then people will capture them and put them on YouTube. And if you don't catch it right away, then you're out. Well, anonymous posted that what we heard uh, before the, at the top of the show. They posted that just a couple of days ago, and it's already gone. Oh yeah, like I'm you, sure. you can't find it. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Anonymous. Uh, I don't always agree with them, but uh, at the same time, 
they're like the watchdogs of what's they going are. on. I mean, a lot of times with anonymous too. And I mean, it's one of those things like you may not agree with them sometimes, but most time for them, they are the type of people that will, or the group that will just post their show facts. They That's all fa- they do. They bring facts out and basically yes. say, okay, here's the facts. You decide what you want to do with them. And that, that's honestly not to sound bad. The biggest problem with our society right now is most no facts. facts. And, and the facts that they get, people only like the facts that help their their argument. Or they will twist the facts to meet their argument. So Right. Yeah. Uh, let, let's just, so let's, let's start off with uh, just a little bit of history before we get into uh, what's going on now. As we know, Bill Gates uh, grew up here in Seattle. Yep. And, and what I don't think a lot of people know is that his dad was, at one point, the head of Planned Parenthood. Oh, I did not know that. Like the national, uh, the international Planned Parenthood. Wow. And his dad was, a, was really, really big into eugenics. Now, I don't know if a lot of you know what eugenics are, so let's go into a little bit of history on eugenics. Eugenics was founded by a guy named Charles Davenport, and he was into genetic altering and selective breeding. And he, uh, he felt that selective breeding would tra- could transform the human race. And what he did and what he believed was that you gave value to different races. Yes. Right? So, and a lot of people accused him of being part of the... Uh, third Reich, um, you know the, the the perfect race. Yeah, and that because I mean that I've I've studied eugenics before in the past for other reasons, and a lot of people really they 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 a the lot of the beliefs of eugenics really matched up closely with the Nazi beliefs. Yeah, because what they do they they believe there's a there's a superior gene. Yes, there's a there's a there there are people that have a superior gene. And then everything else falls in line, and there's and they draw a line. Uh, let's just say we have uh, Caucasians, mm-hmm. and then we have um, I don't know, Europeans or or the Asians, and then you have you know, African Americans or or just yes. Africans. So I'll just say black people. Then you have you know uh, Hispanics and Indians, and it goes down. They will dr- they draw a line. At the at a certain point, and say the ones below ne- basically need to be eradicated. Yes, in or because we can't have if you mix the so if somebody from the upper class and this this all you got to do is go look at the royals. Yeah, you know if you mix with the commoners, it lessens the genetics and the bloodline of the superior. Yeah, so and that's the, where a lot of people don't. I mean, a lot of people would think the you know try and think the other way of well, if you then you'll bring up well, kind of. But they don't believe that. They don't believe that. They believe you're not bringing up. You're just bringing. Down no, no. They believe that that it is in the DNA. In the DNA, and um, I've got a quote. I've got a clip of Bill Gates that's going to blow your mind on that. Now, part another thing too to to realize is I don't care what your politics are on Planned Parenthood, but facts are facts. Okay, I, I, we're not talking about Planned Parenthood. And abortion at this moment. What no. we're talking about is the beginning and what Planned Parenthood has been about historically. Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, she was all about sterilization in the 50s. She was a eugenist. Uh, 
she literally, if you read her readings, she talks about breeding out the unfit. There was a reason why all of the early Planned Parenthood uh, you know, built, you know, offices were put in minority and low-income places. It was not an accident. No, because they're trying to breed out. Yeah, that. she she wanted to stop the poor from from breeding. Basically, she called them weeds, and that they were inferior races. They were lower class immigrants, poor uh, minorities, mentally unfit. They needed to be weeded out. That is not. That's not me. Just no. read her writings. That's her saying it. That's that is her saying people. it. So she started Planned Parenthood. That's what eugenics are. Eugenics started with Charles Davenport. Then Bill Gates' father becomes the head of this, and he's a eugenist, and he raises Bill Gates. Yeah. Now, Bill Gates' dad didn't have the gazillion dollars and the, and, and the power of the internet that Bill has. No. So Bill is carrying the mantle. He is, and I and I've read stuff and you know stuff that I was reading and stuff I saw in some of the YouTube stuff that magically disappeared. Talked about his him talking about his beliefs on this. Well, I've got some, and we're gonna and it's it's a timeline. So we're gonna play. We're I've got about I've got several clips here, and um, so we're gonna start with this one because because now that that's just a bit of the history. I mean that's a snapshot, but you kind of know where Bill Gates's mindset is. Yeah. So let's go back to 2013. This is the Global Vaccine Summit in uh, Abu Dhabi or Abu Dhabi. And this is Bill Gates talking at a seminar. Now, again, this was (laughs) I watched this video and it's gone. This is Bill Gates in a it looks like it looks like a, a boardroom. Yes. And he has up on the screen. He has a, a picture of two uh, x-rays of uh, human, or like a CAT scan of two human brains, okay? Yes. And uh, I'm going to let him talk, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss it. Listen carefully, because this was a guy who was recording on his phone, and you're, this, again, 2013, Bill Gates. Here we go. Well, good morning, and welcome to the second day of the Global Vaccine Summit. Last night, we had a a great celebration of all the progress we've made in the global effort. Uh, We are much closer today to achieving the goal of universal coverage. Today, we'll have experts uh, sitting down and talking about what it takes to solve this problem. Uh, You'll hear some very exciting new commitments uh, to this fight. Uh, You'll see new partnerships uh, that are working together and solve the very tough problems that we have uh, in the the final stages. I think today we'll go down in the the history of uh, global health. Uh, It's a very important day. Uh, Right up there uh, uh, with the time that UNICEF uh, first committed to universal vaccination, uh, right up there with the original creation of the Global Alliance for Vaccines, Uh, We have an incredible set of people here. I challenge all of us to use the time together to share our knowledge and insights, uh, challenge each other's ideas and assumptions, and and use our combined understanding and energy uh, to generate the new ideas and partnerships that will achieve our goal. Uh, It's within our power to create a better future 
for children uh, through the power of our collaboration. So let's have the conversation begin. Thank you. Okay, so that was the that was not the clip I wanted to play, but I let it run anyway because that was the opening. That was his opening statements where yes. he's talking about this is in 2013 global immunization. Yeah. Right. He wants to globally yeah. immunize everybody. All right. This was the clip I'm talking about. Listen to this. And this is the expression, uh, RT-PCR, real-time PCR uh, expression of the VMAT2 gene. Okay, I'm going to stop right there because he's talking about the VMAT2 gene. Do, do you know what that is? No. The VMAT2 gene is considered, in eugenics, the God gene. Okay. Okay? This is a, what they, this is, they believe that this is the spirituality gene, right? Okay, yes. And it is what, so like if you are a, a, a religious or you, uh, or believe in a, in a system or you have some, you know, some sort of belief um, that causes you to be what they consider, what they will call a fanatic. Yes. Right, whether it's, I don't know, I'll just say like you're in uh, a jihad or something, or uh, you know, like a really uh, charismatic Christian or uh, anything. Yeah, any kind of fanatic or anything. Any kind, what they consider a fanatic, right? So this is what he's talking about. So he's talking about the VMAT gene. You can look it up. It's called the God gene, and the, and it's a hypothesis. It's something that they. It's not scientific. It's never been proven that it's there. It's something that's believed. It's something they believe. So he's talking about, so I'm going to back it up and listen carefully what he says about this. And this is the expression, uh, RT-PCR, real-time PCR uh, expression of the VMAT2 gene. Over here, we have individuals. So, so, so let, let me complete. So over here, we have uh, individuals who are not particularly... Uh, fundamentalist, not particularly religious, and you can see there's a, a much reduced uh, expression of, of this particular gene, the, the VMAT2 uh, gene. Uh, another evidence that, that supports our, our hypothesis for the development of, of, of this uh, approach. Uh, what you, what you see here is they, that by spreading this virus, 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 we're going to eliminate that they have overexpression of the BMAT2 gene and that by vaccinating them against this will eliminate this behavior. Uh, so we have some, some very, very uh, remarkable data in this next slide. The virus would immunize against this BMAT2 gene. The virus, the virus, and that would would have the effect that you see here, which is it's essentially to turn a fanatic into a, a, a normal person. And we think that will have major effects in the Middle East. Well, so, so the, the present uh, plan and the tests that we've done so far um, have used respiratory viruses, respiratory viruses, respiratory viruses, such as flu or, or uh, rhinoviruses. And uh, we believe that that's a satisfactory way to get the exposure of the largest uh, part of the population. If All right, so let's break that down. So what Bill Gates is saying there is, so again, he had a slide up on 
and I've watched this video. If you can find it, God bless you. Uh, it's out there. It's, it's really tough to find. But he has up up there a, the slide of two brains. Yes. And there's like some blue outline in them, and one is smaller than the other. And the one that has the larger blue is what he's calling. Uh, that's the you know the bad VMAT two. Yeah, the bad VMAT two. So what is- he's proposing here, this is 2015. We're talking five years ago. Yeah. That they're they are working on, at that time, a virus, a a virus that they can immunize people to control that VMAT gene. So they want to change your brain into what they think to get rid of a gene that they can't prove exists and and to and to mold you into whatever they think Compliance. is good right and you heard him say well how how are you going to there's a you could barely hear the guy asking the question but he's like how do you propose to do this and he said well viruses we can use the flu we can use all these different respiratory ones. virus oh wait 2015 this is five years ago respiratory virus that would be really weird if we suddenly had a respiratory virus. Yeah, it has, I don't know if that's happened or like not. Like a pandemic that, you know, shut down the world. And all of a sudden, he's ready to go? And now suddenly we need a vaccine for this. Every Not, not just, but everybody. You can't leave your house. You can't go to work. You can't do nothing unless you have this vaccine. Oh, I've got, uh, I've got clips where he's talking about what, what the new world supposedly going to look like. I'm going to play this. So now this, uh, before we get into the... F- the current Bill Gates. This is another one from four years ago. Here we go. If anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. Not missiles, but microbes. Now, part of the reason for this is that we've invested a huge amount in nuclear deterrence. But we've actually invested very little in a system to stop an epidemic. We're not ready for the next epidemic. In fact, let's look at a model of a virus uh, spread through the air uh, like the Spanish flu uh, back in 1918. So here's what would happen. It would spread throughout the world very, very quickly. A worldwide flu epidemic, global wealth will go down by over $3 trillion. And we'd have millions and millions of deaths. So this is four years ago. Yes. He's talking about this global virus, which just a year or so before that, he was talking about, hey, we're working on this vaccine to manipulate your brain. With using a virus. With using a virus. A respiratory virus. Yes. Uh, I I have a list here of... um, you heard in, if you've been listening, you heard in the anonymous report where they talked about how Bill Gates, when uh, he basically got in trouble with the, um, the, the feds and they had to bust yes. him up as a monopoly and how he suddenly shifted, right? He shifted what he was doing. And we all know that he recently stepped down as the head of Microsoft. Why? Because he wants to run this foundation. Well, here's yes. a list. Here's a list of some things that they... His Gates Foundation uh, and endowment, they have major holding ends, okay? Uh, They have holdings, major holdings, not just a little bit, 
in companies that rank among the worst U.S. and Canadian polluters, including ConocoPhillips, Dow Chemical, and Tyco. They also have holdings in many of the world and other major polluters, including companies that own oil refineries, paper mills, and all of these studies have shown that they sicken children while the foundation tries to save their parents from AIDS. They also own a shitload of stock and have a ton of money in pharmaceutical companies that price drugs way out of reach for AIDS patients, okay? Um, they have at least $8.7 billion, or 41% of its assets, uh, in these companies. So he shifted from Microsoft, which is kind of running its own thing now, yeah. over to this, which, as Anonymous pointed out, they don't have the same regulations because it's a charity. Right, yeah. he's just doing really good things for all these it's a kids. Nonprofit. Right. Well, we know for a fact that he's been kicked out of India and a couple of African countries for basically giving the kids the exact thing that he was supposedly uh, immunizing yeah. them against. Because there's what it was in Africa where there was the polio outbreak. It's a fact. There's like a they were killing fact. kids. There was kids killed because they contracted polio from his untested vaccine and right. that's what they were guinea pigs because right now it's coming to a point everyone's like we need this vaccine we need this vaccine so if all of a sudden in two months he comes out and says i have this amazing vaccine nobody's going to want it to be tested they were like give it to me now and what's in the vaccine id 2020 id 2020 right i mean look i have a dog i i've, I have a great dog he's my pet yeah. and he has a chip right it's it doesn't fine. affect him in the least but if nope. he's lost they scan and they, uh, somebody picks him up and, uh, you know, the, the, I don't know, whatever, SBC, whoever it is, the, you know, the pet cops come, they scan him and it's got all his information, where he lives, any kind of shots he's had. They update it every time he goes in. Yep. No big deal, right? They do, they do it for cows on huge cattle ranches yes. and sheep. I mean, it's, it's become a thing. Yeah. Most people, I would say 90% of the people... If somebody came to you and said, hey, I'm going to put a digital chip in you and it's going to carry all your bank information, your health information and everything. And, you know, so from now on, anytime you want to go, like to, if you want to go to a concert, or you want to go to uh, the grocery store, you want to go state to state or yeah. country to country, you just scan your hand. Right. Or you or whatever. They, they just says, scan oh, you. I've had all my vaccines and you're healthy and you can go in. If not. Out you go. Yeah. Got to go home. You can't go to work. Nope. Can't go to work. Can't go to the there. store. Well, this is eerily, eerily, eerily. I've seen these movies. <laughs> similar to the Mark of the Beast, which is, you know, mentioned in Revelation yes. if, uh, of the Bible and lots of other predictions, right? Yes. Bill Gates is working on this and it's no secret. No, he's been very adamant about it. I mean, ID 2020 is. Uh, it's under the guise yeah. of. A charity. Yeah. And like I said, ID2020, if you read what it says on the front, like most companies that are nefarious. Oh, it sounds really nice. It sounds really cool. Like It's oh, for your benefit. All of my, all this stuff, all my information will be right there. I won't have to carry a passport. I won't have to carry my wallet. I won't need any of that because all of it's right there on a chip in my hand that the government can track and they know everything that you've done. And he wants everyone to get it. Check this out. It's so important 
to get not just hundreds of millions, but literally billions of those vaccines, because this is a global problem. And although the U.S. has got the most cases right now, as time goes on, the developing countries where isolation is more difficult and the health system is very weak, uh, sadly, they're most likely to experience uh, the most pain of all as, as this goes global. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. That only happens after the numbers have peaked and are going down a lot and getting down to an absolute level. Uh, you know, there are some good things happening. The work on a vaccine, although that probably will take 18 months, that's going full speed ahead. Our foundation is funding that. We're looking at getting vaccines to everyone in the world. So in, in, the, in the long run that, we're looking at getting vaccines to everyone in the world. So in, in, the, in the long run that, we're looking at getting vaccines to everyone in the world. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person, because you don't want people moving around the world where you'll have some countries that won't have it under control, sadly. You want to completely block off the ability for those you know, people to go there and come back and move around. What does opening up look like? You know, which activities have, like schools, have such benefit and can be done in a way that the risk of transmission is very low? Yeah. And which activities, like mass gatherings, uh, may be, in a certain sense, more optional? And so until you're widely vaccinated, those may not uh, come back uh, at all. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person, because you don't want people moving around the world where you'll have some countries that won't have it under control, sadly. So there you go. There's Bill Gates. That's not my word. Those, yeah, we're not making him. that up. That is a compilation of different things he said. But let's break this down. A, it's no secret he wants global vaccinations. Yes, global. Right? And why? They don't even have the vaccine. No. They don't have the, he's not once in this entire time ever mentioned we're going we have a cure. No. Like this vaccine will cure or will prevent COVID. He's just saying we we want a vaccine to vaccinate everybody. He's never once said this is going to fix the problem. No. No. And that, and that's the thing is I mean he even kind of mentions in there either who has it who have had it or have the vaccine. But it's he, he's more just a vaccine, but if we've already had it, which they honestly, most of I've read said, if they were to go through and test all of us, most have had it. There's a good chance. I mean, uh, what the UW just did a, a, a test th basically theory and they theorize 85% of us have already had it. Yeah. They, the, and same thing in California, they, in California, they believe 85% more than they've reported actually yes. had it, which means the death toll percentage drops dramatically. Yes. Absolutely dramatically. Which is why they don't why they haven't been testing everyone for the antibodies. And if, we still if they prove that, then it's gonna prove that the death toll is actually below one percent. Which is below an average flu season. Yes. 
and we shut the freaking country down. The world. We were on a we're in a video game and we hit pause. Yeah. And, and we a, all went to the collective bathroom. And there's the fun part is because you have all so many people and I've gotten in this circular argument with so many people. They're like, Well, it's so, because it's because we've been social distancing. Right. That's that a no that's a no win situation. It's you can't, a no win argument. Yeah, it's a no win because it's a bunch of things that you can't prove, right? No. We don't know. We'll never know because we did this. We didn't do that. So I don't. I, I don't even get involved in our, no. that argument because it's just a circular argument that goes nowhere. Yeah. But the fact is, is that we are here. We are. Whether you agree with it or not, and I, you know, our feelings. Yes. But we're here. But the nefarious plans. This is what I noticed this week, especially this week. The the, the pandemic and the uh, you know, like. The crisis is over now. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Because let's just go back two, three weeks, right? Everybody was freaked out yes. and everybody was on board. Okay, great. We'll, we'll shelter in place for two weeks and everyone doesn't want to go out and everybody's freaked out. The hospitals are overloaded. It's Everything, horrible. It's all scary. hell's breaking loose. This past week, it's almost like there's a great awakening going on. People are starting to figure out that this is not... What they said, what they claimed was going to happen, hasn't happened. However, you still are having these major lockdowns. You're yep. having like these, uh, you know, draconian measures of you some places you can't even go outside and like, you know, plant, you know, like work in your garden. You can only once a week you can go out and take the trash out and you have to be all, you know, this is in America. Yeah. Drones flying around. Uh, I read that in, in some places in uh, Southern California, they went and dumped sand in uh, yes. skateboard parks. Yep, sand in skateboard parks so kids couldn't go use it. That's insanity. I mean, this is America that we're talking yes. about. And, and in uh, who, New York, they're saying there's an app now where you can tell on your neighbors. Tell on your neighbors. Well, they've had that in Bellevue since the beginning. Yeah. Bellevue cops developed right here in the, great, in the good old Northwest. Yeah. I mean, that was like two or three weeks ago. Tell Bellevue developed an app that you could tell on your neighbors. Seattle did the same thing, but it was it was about like if you saw anybody bad mouthing uh, the Chinese, you could yes. call them and, and they would come out and respond. And I get that one. You know, okay, you don't want the racial except profiling. that there's an eighty five percent like uh, uptick in theft and break ins, and they're yes. not doing anything no. about that. But if you hear somebody you know uh, say a bad word about the Chinese, which I disagree with. I do. Too. I think you're a moron if you go that route. But wait, we're going to respond to that. But if you your business is shut down, you're on the brink, and people break in and rob the entire thing. And well, we're not going to respond to that. But if you hear somebody bad mouth, you know the you know the poor Chinese, we're going to come down hard on them. Something's really wrong. So I mean, at that point, pretty much you just have to say, someone's broken into my house. I think they're Chinese, and I'm going to shoot them. They'll probably show up and help you. <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's it. It's one of those things. It's just kind of like, you know, for me, I own a gun, you know, and it's one I of do those, too. And, and I mean, I actually, I'll be honest with everything that's been going on. I, you can't find ammo right now, but I know other places to get it. So I got myself some ammo and I have now my gun. Is it's a smart move. No, it's a smart move. Now, um, I, before we're going to go, we're going to take a break here in a moment. We're going to go to a song and regroup, but there was a there was a particular quote in this uh, this montage that we played that I don't know because you know it was about two minutes long. This is a thirty five second clip of something that if you missed it, it's very important. This is 
Bill Gates' plan. Listen to this. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. The density in the poor areas is greater than they can uh, grow the food. The benefits there in terms of reducing the population growth. And a lack of willingness to say, you know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better to see which ones actually have no benefit whatsoever? But that's called the death panel, uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. Do you understand? Yes. What Bill Gates is talking about there? I do, and that's that's one thing I kept. That finding. is scary as hell. Yes, and I kept finding in a bunch of the 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 videos and stuff I watched, and some of the articles referring back to like 2010 when he had some panel thing where he talked like in depth the death panel about the death panel and how he believed in it and how it should be used well to lower the population again and now that has disappeared it is gone it goes back to eugenics yes it goes back to his father it goes back to uh george soros is involved in a lot of the same projects bill yes. gates in the uh the you know the the rothschilds and the rockefellers and what a lot of people believe are the quote illuminati uh the you know the super wealthy rich families that yes dictate and pretty much manip manipulate the world. They are all tied in to this huge ID2020 eugenics movement, which is nothing but a shield corporation and a cover and for depopulation. It, it is. I mean, listen to what he says there. I'm going to play that again because it is, it is creepy. Listen to this. The world today has 6.8 billion people that's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. If we do a good job, yeah. he's talking about mass slaughter. He is. 10 to 15%. Which, I mean, really, if you think about it, that's what this virus is. Right. And now I am not ready to go full in and believe, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Again, I could be convinced. I have yet to find proof because that's what I need. Yes. And I've yet to find proof that, that Bill Gates called the Chinese, coordinated this thing. But here's the it thing. may come out. Here's the thing. I don't know if you there is a thing that actually where the Chinese president sent a letter of thank you to Bill Gates for helping them with the the vaccine. They got a vaccine in China? Or were, for helping them. Where is it? Here we go. You didn't find this one? Yeah, I don't think I saw Chinese, this one. China Zai writes, thank you letter to Bill Gates for virus help. Uh-huh. So, uh, well, it doesn't surprise me. Bloomberg. Like I said, I'm tr I, I, uh, it's really tough right now to, 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 to find things and connect the dots. Well, there are. And there's some things that I've actually found, too, while researching this, where they're talking about where they're now finding proof that COVID-19 originated before that there were more cases before the original first ones that were reported in China. Hold that thought. We're going to go to a, uh, we're going to go to a quick song here. And then when we come back on the other side, we're going to, we're going to really get, we're going to, we're going to wrap this stuff up and get into, uh, I got a really interesting response from Robert F. Kennedy, who literally 
blows Bill Gates out of the water and exposes him. We also got putting, uh, putting things into perspective. We're going to try to fit this all in. Uh, we'll be right back here on Down the Rabbit Hole. All right, welcome back. It's Big D and Brandon. How's it going? Yep, and we're down the rabbit hole. We've got uh, oh, a little over ten minutes left, so we got to you know we got to rush into some of these things. Yeah, we got. So I know this is a little bit long. I I I don't know if I'll play all of it, but uh, I'm going to play enough so you get the gist. Um, I'm going to lay out my theory real quick. I have, from the beginning of this, and you can go back and listen to our shows. Yeah. Have been under, and I don't think anything's proved me wrong, that this entire global scamdemic has been a test. It's a big setup. It is. For the real thing. There, there, there is coming a time when, because... And the reason why I, it's, it's even becoming more clear, even with this thing with Bill Gates, because he, they weren't ready with the vaccine. No. 
So they're gauging how countries respond, where the weak points are. Uh, Which companies aren't going to go, go who's, along. Who's not on board. And so then the propaganda is going to start. And I think part of this, too, is it's something we've mentioned before, where like when we were talking about the New Lizard Order, and we talked about that Hillary was their pick. Which we Trump are. Trump screwed everything up. And I think that's part of this because Trump is not going along with the Bill. He's already come out. Him and Gates. Bill, he and Bill yeah. Barr and a few others said, oh, no, that ain't happening. Yeah, they're not going along In with fact, Bill Gates' plan. Uh, you know, all these states are, uh, people are starting to revolt. And yeah. they're having big protest. Well, there was a big protest um, in Texas the other day, which is funny because they're, the, they're actually opening up. But they've had enough. Yeah. And, and Texans uh, are pretty independent. And they were uh, at the state capitol. And I couldn't believe how many signs were out there that said, don't take the vaccine. Don't take the mark of the beast. No vaccines here. Like yeah. people, I think people are waking up. And I, I hope to God they are. Um, but let's listen to this real quick. Uh, like I said, I don't think I'm going to play the whole thing because I don't know that we have time. But this is... So Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is Bobby's son, mm. and um, oddly enough, because this was about a week ago, he came out with this, uh, he wrote a big op-ed piece um, aimed at Bill Gates and his vaccination and just shattered him. Uh, isn't it strange that suddenly there was a Kennedy uh, mom and son who drowned in a canoe accident just days after this oh yeah no, you I mean, think you don't you don't think two and two make four and i'll be honest it sounds really bad and this is a whole nother conspiracy theory we can go down someday but i feel like the kennedys are that family that was part of oh they are the whole thing that said okay yeah we don't like what you're doing we're gonna expose you and they've just that's all the bad luck like so many yeah so this how many is kennedys have been yeah oh it's crazy. All right. <clears throat> so here we go. Um, and yeah, we'll try to play as much as we can of this. Hang on. Listen to this. Vaccines for Bill Gates are a strategic philanthropy that feed his many vaccine related businesses, including Microsoft's ambition to control a global VAC ID enterprise and give him dictatorial control over global health policy, the spear tip of corporate neo imperialism. Gates' obsession with vaccines seems fueled by a messianic messianic conviction that he is ordained to save the world with technology and a godlike willingness to experiment with the lives of lesser humans. Promising to eradicate polio with $1.2 billion, Gates took control of India's National Advisory Board, NAB, and mandated 50 polio vaccines, up from five, to every child before age five. Indian doctors blame the Gates campaign for a devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed 496,000 children between 2000 and 2017. In 2017, the Indian government dialed back Gates' vaccine regimen and evicted Gates and his cronies from the NAB. Polio paralysis rates dropped precipitously. In 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that global polio explosion is predominantly vaccine-strained, meaning it is coming from Gates's vaccine program. The most frightening epidemics in Congo, the Philippines, and Afghanistan are all linked to Gates' vaccines. By 2018, three-quarters of global polio cases were from Gates' vaccines. 
In 2014, the Gates Foundation funded tests of experimental HPV vaccines developed by GSK and Merck on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian provinces. Approximately 1,200 suffered severe side effects, including autoimmune and fertility disorders. Seven died. Indian government investigations charged that Gates-funded researchers committed pervasive ethical violations, pressuring vulnerable village girls into the trial, bullying parents, forging consent forms, and refusing medical care to the injured girls. This case is now in the country's Supreme Court. In 2010, the Gates Foundation funded a trial of GSK's experimental malaria vaccine, killing 151 African infants and causing serious adverse effects, including paralysis, seizure, and febrile convulsions to 1,048 of the 5,049 children. During Gates' 2002 Menafrivac campaign in sub-Saharan Africa, Gates operatives forcibly vaccinated thousands of African children against meningitis. Between 50 to 500 children developed paralysis. South African newspapers complained, we are guinea pigs for drug makers. Nelson Mandela's former senior economist, Professor Patrick Bond, describes Gates' philanthropic practices as ruthless and immoral. In 2010, Gates committed 10 billion to the World Health Organization, promising to reduce population in part through new vaccines. A month later, Gates told a TED talk that new vaccines could reduce population a little bit. In 2014, Kenya's Catholic Doctors Association accused the World Health Organization of chemically sterilizing millions of unwilling Kenyan women with a phony tetanus vaccine campaign. Independent labs found the sterility formula in every vaccine tested. After denying the charges, the World Health Organization finally admitted it had been developing the sterility vaccines for over a decade. Similar accusations came from Tanzania, Nicaragua, Mexico, and the Philippines. 2017 study, Morganson et al. 2017, showed that the World Health Organization's popular DTP is killing more Africans than the disease it pretends to prevent. Vaccinated girls suffered 10 times the death rate of unvaccinated children. Gates and the World Health Organization refused to recall the lethal vaccine, which World Health Organization forces upon millions of African children annually. Global public health advocates around the world accuse Gates of hijacking World Health Organization's agenda, away from the projects that are proven to curb infectious disease, clean water, hygiene, nutrition, and economic development. They say he has diverted agency resources to serve his personal fetish, that good health only comes in a syringe. In addition to using his philanthropy to control World Health Organization, UNICEF, Gavi, and PATH, Gates funds private pharmaceutical companies that manufacture vaccines and a massive network of pharmaceutical industry front groups that broadcast deceptive propaganda, develop fraudulent studies, conduct surveillance and psychological operations against vaccine hesitancy and use Gates's power and money to silence dissent and coerce compliance. In this recent non-stop Farmedia appearances, Gates appears gleeful that the COVID-19 crisis will give him the opportunity to force his third world vaccine programs on American children. Seems to me that Bill Gates and his ilk constitute another layer of parasites that require elimination as the class war dynamics are made clearer by the pandemic. So obviously that wasn't read by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. No. That was somebody reading his op-ed. And there was another one where I found that, recorded it, and then it was gone. 
Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., that was an op-ed piece that he wrote, those were his words, and calling out Bill Gates for all of his, you know, misdeeds, and, and it is true. If you've watched any of the interviews with him, he actually looks like he's ecstatic about this thing. Oh, yeah, he, he's so happy this is happening, because it does, it's like he just said in the, the, you know, reading that letter, that he can now put his vaccines against us. In the U.S., if you listen carefully about, you know, the problems that were going on yes. with a lot of these kids, the paralysis, the uh, sterilization, um, the you know, seizures, seizures, no, that's because it goes back to eugenics, back to the brain, back to they're messing with their brains. And the whole sterilization thing is to keep them from breeding because they want to wipe them out. The whole depopulization of the lower class. Notice he's not doing that it, with the elite people. No, like, he's not no doing nobody's that. given like the elite kids. I bet his kids don't have a vaccine from him. Oh, probably not. No. You know, and none of the Rothschild kids. None of it. And again, uh, to go all the way back to the beginning of the um, the program where we heard from anonymous, who mentioned that. It has been completely whitewashed how deep Gates was involved with Epstein. Oh, yeah, completely and, whitewashed. And, and Epstein, as we all know, was murdered. What? You mean he didn't kill Because himself? he had so <laughs> much on these people. Oh, yeah. Gates didn't just, like, oh, shake his hand a couple of times. He flew on his plane. He had he been to Lolita Island. Island. All these things where the, whether you want to call them the Illuminati or the global elite, or whatever, they are pulling the strings, they have a nefarious yes. plan for the world, and it is being completely exposed now. People, please wake up. Yes, please wake up. Please and, wake and up. Bill Gates is right now, I mean, he's one of those, I think he's one of those guys, he's uh, trying to think of it like... A, a, he's a, a patsy for he's these guys. He's a patsy. He's one of those ones, that he's the guy in the movie who thinks yes. he is... I am the top shit. I am the guy. But there's someone behind him that has yes. their hand shoved up his ass. Oh yeah, and is using him as a puppet. He he's a Gates. he's the latest. He's the he's the most recent member to the club. Yes, and he thinks he's arrived, and they are puppeting him like nobody's business. But he is an evil person because he has bought into this entire thing. Oh yeah. I mean, you if you go back to the super wealthy like Soros, Rothschilds. Rockefellers and on and on and on and there and it's global. Oh, it's yeah. It, I mean, the rabbit hole is you could you couldn't you could not run a ten a, a ten year movie twenty four seven that would that could accurately explain how deep this thing is. But there's Bill Gates. He's the spokesperson. All of a sudden, why they chose him? Well, because. Nobody trusts Soros. We yeah. all know he's nefarious. Nobody trusts if a Rothschild came out and said it or a Rockefeller or anybody else like that, nobody's going to trust him. But Bill Gates, trusted businessman, you know, uh, everybody knows Microsoft. He's a geek. He's, he's you know, he's, he always he's, wears his little sweater. There's nothing dangerous about him. No. I mean, you could beat him up, right? Like, yeah, I, I mean, mean, if you walked in this room, you would not be afraid of him. You'd be like, yeah, you're about as scary. Yeah, as, just because you have yeah. money, I, you you're know. You're about as scary as a toothless chihuahua. I right. Mean, uh, but he is evil, evil, evil in the brain. All right. Well, uh, the one thing I want to say, though, is the one thing that just really makes me, like, really, 
not want to deal with Bill Gates on this. He developed or didn't develop, but he was big into Microsoft and, you know, he's the main guy. Yeah. They couldn't get the viruses out of that. <laughs> yeah. How come you can't fix my computer? Yeah. But, you can't fix my computer. Well, because I mean, he's not out. He's not out to fix anything. Maybe he's we out just to, need control. to restart or shut ourselves down and restart. Exactly. That'll fix it all. Well, uh, so look, next week, we didn't have time for it, but there's something nefarious going on in April. In yes. fact, something happened today. Tonight, today, April 19th is the day. It's the day, and something happened today in Canada, and uh, we're going to blow the lid off of that. Yes. Uh, because it is, whether you, you know, I don't know if I buy into it, but it's pretty creepy. The, uh, the timeline. 19th, ball. I mean, it happened today. It did. I was watching and I couldn't believe it. April 19th, the day it's supposed to happen. I could not believe it. So, we're going to talk about that next week. Uh, Here we go. This is, uh, we've got to get out of here. This is Puddin' with Puddin' Things into Perspective. He's going to wrap it up for us. Everybody, take Brandon, good show. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Everybody. I I, I will see all the listeners tomorrow night on my show, Love and Hate, at 8 o'clock on Monday nights. There you go. And uh, I'll be back next week. This is Puddin'. Everybody, have a great week. Don't trust Bill Gates. Don't take the vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. Hey guys, this is uh, putting putting things into perspective. Obviously, this message is for down the rabbit hole. Uh, Big D, here you go. I want to talk about Tedros Adenal. Okay, if you don't know who that is, he's the leader of uh, the World Health Organization, the WHO. What a joke. Okay, these people. I mean, let's just face it. It's clearly a political arm, a world political arm. And again, it's all about down with America. Let's, you know, let's tune up America. I mean, let's think about this. What was his last job? He was the Minister of Health for Ethiopia, which was ran by uh, communists. It's, it was uh, a, a communist state basically funded by China. We all know this. This isn't conspiracy theory. This is complete fact. I mean, it was almost a Chinese territory. Uh, It was completely funded by China. Fine. All right. So they're clearly lying. They've been lying for China. They've been hiding the truth, the WHO. This organization needs to go. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be one. But not this one. I mean, complete farce. All right? Um, I don't know. Uh, Let's just be real, okay? The WHO, um, who's their biggest contributor? Let's go back to Bill Gates. Same thing. There you go. Now, here is my biggest connection that I've been able to find so far. Do you know who else besides Bill Gates Bill Gates has an ugly wife. Yeah, Tedros has an ugly wife. She looks like one of those $3,500 mail-order brides from Indonesia. You know what I'm saying? And we all know you got to spend like eight grand to get a hot one. Nope. I'm telling you, uh, it it all connects to the ugly wife. That's what I'm trying to say. That's my conspiracy theory for today. Anyway, WHO has to go. Uh, Tedros has to go. His wife is ugly, and I'm pretty sure that Melinda Gates hangs out with, um, you know, dude's ugly wife. Anyway, 
All right. This is uh, putting putting things into perspective. Peace, love, and heavy beads. I'm out. Mm-hmm.